Ready? Hi, and welcome to another 545 production of Ignorant and Uninformed. We're your hosts, Benji Pickens and Max Serac, here again with Ben Whitmore um, in Super Secret Studio Alpha B, and uh, we're uh, going to pull another uh, topic out of the uh, old topic bowl that we keep in the lobby for employees, friends, um, it, pretty much anybody Anyone that wants to come know, up. Bums yeah. off the street who want to use the shower. Anybody that comes by... Throws a topic in there, and uh, right. unfortunately, we're forced to talk about it. Here we go. All right. Ben's going to pull out a topic. I really like the gilded work on this. It's nice. It's a nice yeah, bowl. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. bowl. Well, we My, had a commission. Are those rubies? Uh, you um, know, I was thinking, you know, they're garnets now. We'll, we'll get to rubies, but it's going to be time. You know. Ah, yes. A good topic. Today's topic is drugs, prescription, and illegal. Oh. 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 All right. Description or otherwise. Wow, I just wish I knew more about this subject. <laughs> no, this is, unfortunately, we are handicapped. <laughs> hamstrung. Wow. Hamstrung. If you will. But it is something we know nothing about, which Absolutely makes it a perfect topic about. for here. <laughs> ignorant and uninformed. Ignorant and uninformed. How you doing today, Ben? Good, good. Doing awesome. Nice. Uh, speaking of drugs, I was at the dentist today and uh, got hopped up on, you know, the Novocaine. Nice. So. Yeah. yeah, there's drool all down Ben's shirt. It's yeah. uh, fantastic. Exactly. We think it's drool. It's white and crusty, and it's on his it's probably front drool. of his shirt. Yeah. Um, it's probably dripping drool. down from his chin. Yeah. I, I don't hmm. know. Hmm. Novocaine. Novocaine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call it Novocaine. <laughs> um, Drugs. Because, uh, man, I'll tell you what, I... I novocained all over my girlfriend this weekend. That's for sure. Wow, <laughs> oh, novocaine, you mean? <laughs> oh. Novocaine. Oh, that's I'm awesome. sorry. <laughs> sorry, oh. mom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, <clears throat> as you guys both know, I'm not a real big fan of prescription drugs, anyway. Uh, antibiotics, stuff like that. I think it keeps your body from being able to fight off, you know, things a lot of times. Now, of course, you know, big surgeries, anything like that's going to require some kind of antibiotic. You know, penicillin is great. Um, you know, I've never, I've never had the clap, but if I did, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure just wishing it away, John Travolta <laughs> wouldn't make it go away. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty positive. All right. So you say you're anti-prescription drug, but are you anti-non-prescription drug? Um, and what's the difference? That's the real question. Yeah, it's just like a random dude's or chick's signature, and all of a sudden yeah. that changes everything. Um, no, no, it, it seems to in the in the uh, you know the eyes of the uh, legal system. However, I, I don't see much difference between okay, you know, say Xanax, Valium, and you know, smoking a bowl of you know right. some of the really fine fine marijuana that we have here in Colorado. Yeah, here's my like. I think prescription drugs and, you know, some drugs you, you don't have to have a prescription for. Caffeine is a great example. Alcohol. Nicotine. Alcohol, nicotine. You don't have to have prescriptions for those drugs, and they're legal drugs. So they're not – they're neither of the categories. They're not prescription drugs or illegal drugs, which are yeah, – Fair enough. But they are drugs. They are. Absolutely they are. So I think that, you know, the, what we're really getting into here is is a little bit of the litigation on drugs and, like, what you – know, why are some drugs illegal? Why and why are some drugs so benign that you can buy them? A, you know, a kid could buy it at the store. It could buy sugar, cereal, caffeine, Mountain Dew at school. At school. At yeah. school, even yeah. I mean, they got vending machines <laughs> full, full of drugs. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. I can definitely see the uh, the need for some restriction on certain drugs, like you know, drugs that have the ten, have the possibility of killing you 
on the first try, like you know, maybe heroin or something like that. Sure. Like, right? It's not a really see a dangerous drug. I mean, I don't think anybody in their right mind would ever say, "Ah, oh, well, you can do it as long as you have a doctor's prescription." Who? Would prescribe heroin. <laughs> Nobody. Right. We never used to prescribe but they morphine. Do, <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but they do prescribe. They do prescribe uh, methadone. Yeah, well, um, which, is, which is very similar. Exactly. I mean, and, yeah, you know, uh, you know, and it raises the question. You know, um, you know, would Roseanne Barr or some other guy, you know, um, you know, they'll they'll sponsor. You know, they'll they'll be in a commercial for Snickers, but would they be in a commercial for heroin? Right, I, I I don't know. You would ask. How much you would have to, ask him. It, <laughs> have to ask him. Does it pay in heroin? <laughs> does the job pay in heroin? Because in that case, Roseanne Barr probably would do it. She no, she's too fat to be on heroin, isn't she? Yeah. She's not on heroin. No, no, she's she's on. Crack's a hell of a drug, man. Crack is a hell of a drug, and she, you know, well, she, she, she could teach for that. Well, she could benefit yeah. from meth use, though. Jen, Jenny Crank, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Right. Yeah, now in Colorado here, uh, you know, obviously, uh, since you both live here, you know very well that we do have a, you can get a, a prescription from a from a doctor, uh, a, really, a real licensed doctor <laughs> for uh, you know, medical marijuana. Hey, right, everybody. <laughs> hey, Dr. Weed. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, weed is not that bad. And no. I'll tell you what I think is way worse than weed. Is nicotine? I think that that is that is the devil, man. I hmm. I've, I've I, I'm a former smoker. I tried to quit tons of times, and actually, I'm still quit. And uh, I Good have to. You. I have. Thank you, thank you, Ben. I have to. Uh, I have to actually treat myself as an addict. I found out on this on this drug nicotine. Hmm. Um, you know, sometimes a cigarette looks really good when someone's outside smoking it, especially if she's hot. Really want a cigarette at that point. However. I have to treat myself like an addict. The only way to prevent myself from starting smoking again is I can't I can't do it anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. like alcoholics with a drink. You know, and all it takes you can't is one have drink. one drink. Yeah, yeah, and, and, it's, and it's legal in every state. You only have to be eighteen to buy it, black or white. Yeah, yeah. yeah black people are allowed to buy cigarettes too. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> fucking civil rights. <laughs> wow. All right, email ignorantunformed <laughs> at gmail.com. Attention, Max Surratt. <laughs> Subject <laughs> line, racism. <laughs> the racist Jew. <laughs> now, uh, oh, man. you know, there, there, there's a lot of people out there that I think benefit from the, you know, the, the chemical imbalance drugs, you know, Prozac, uh, Sure. Paxil, stuff like that. In extreme cases, um, I think where it's gotten now is where Pampering. they... <laughs> Pampering. What the... F- you sw- a- do you take that with a tab? <laughs> what the isn't fuck? A, isn't a Pampering like a menstrual cramps drug? I don't know, man. Is ignorant not informed. I have I no don't idea know. what yes. is. Yes, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, it is. It was manufactured My first. Doll. That's the other thing. Uh, My doll was the one I was trying to think of. 1984. Uh, Procter & Gamble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, distributed out of Cincinnati. Yes. No, actually, it wasn't Procter & Gamble. It was Procter & Johnson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? That's they were before they split up. Mm-hmm. The great-great-grandson of Benjamin Franklin. Who was? Proctor and Proctor Gamble? and Johnson and Gamble. Oh. Wow. And Johnson and Gamble? What about yeah. the other no, his Johnson? name was Johnson and Gamble. Most people don't know that. So the short name, <laughs> it was Johnson and Gamble. <laughs> so his last name is Johnson and Gamble? Yes. That is a mouthful. Wow, his first name's Proctor Johnson and Gamble? Mm-hmm. Proctor Johnson and Johnson Gamble? Procter and Johnson and Johnson and Gamble. <laughs> That's, uh, Procter Johnson and Gamble. Man, Franklin. He, he has he has he has uh, revolutionized the world. Yeah. 
Um, wow. You know, ironic because his great great grandfather, of course, Benjamin Franklin, was a revolutionary ah. for the United States, second president of the United States, as a matter of fact. <laughs> as a matter of fact, yeah, <laughs> he was. True. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. Um, I think he landed on the moon first. Uh huh. No, he was not actually the first guy to land on the moon. But he was the first guy to use a shovel on the moon, I believe. <laughs> You're right. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. There's, that's a common misconception. Trowel uh, day. Yeah, it was. That's, uh-huh. We don't celebrate it because uh, because Benjamin Franklin was black and, mm-hmm. that, you know, back when they were coming up with the holidays, you know, they just yeah. didn't put it in February. <laughs> Absolutely. You know I mean? <laughs> so true. And you know how we know all of this? Drugs. No factual contextuals at all. But drugs played a big part in everything. In a lot of what we just said. It really did. Drugs. <laughs> As Benji drinks his booze and uh, I drink my coffee. And, and I'm sticking to my caffeine. Coca-Cola. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Now, let me ask you guys this. Let's talk about that. When was the last time you were completely unaltered by some chemical? Whether it be sugar, caffeine... Sugar, caffeine. I fasted Anything. for a day at the end of January, so uh, about a month ago. But hey, now here's a question: How long does that stuff stay in your system? That's like, that's that was if, my if, question. Would it, how long would it take to get every single chemical out of your body? I would imagine it would take like unnatural chemical, and if you're just eating like you know whatever the caveman diet, you know, fruits and nuts and stuff like that, it does not. Ben is a big it. fan of eating nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as long as they're not legumes, just, nat- just natural <laughs> nuts. Wow, yeah, natural yeah, nuts. Sure. Interesting. Sure. Interesting. All I'm saying is that, I mean, nowadays with everything from from medicine, you talk, you know, even toothpaste has fluoride in it, you know, and that's that's a chemical we're all putting in our bodies to help protect our. our then there's a lot of research, I'm sure, that I don't know about Whoa. that proves the worth of fluoride as a chemical to add to your body. It, it must be because they just add like it to Just like vitamins water. and minerals and all that I'm other sure stuff. you could find just as much research that would prove that fluoride was the worst thing you could possibly take. And it's powering the microchips in our brain. It's really. It's 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 government it's plants it's But, oh, say, fluoride in toothpaste, there's chlorine in water. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you would have to completely shut yourself off from everything. From everything that, that's handled by man, basically. That's that's okay. manhandling. So you just have like to get away from the manhandling. I, I, <laughs> Which Ben, I don't think would be able to do for more than a day. Well, with his diet of nuts, <laughs> I postulate <laughs> that it would take four days. Four, four days. days. That's my scientific See, opinion. I say it would depend completely on the person's metabolism, because okay. I don't think that there's a. I mean, I don't think that there's a standard rate that. Fluoride metabolizes at this rate. I think it depends on the person. Well, I do. I do. Uh, I do think that it's thirty-six hours for the body to digest what you know what you eat. Um, but how long it stays in your system, in your blood, in your you know whatever after that, um, you know, because some stuff is stored in your fat. Well, right. So um, yeah, exactly. Some things are fat soluble. Some yeah, things are water soluble. Exactly. So then things that are fat soluble, it would depend completely on how much fat you had. Right. Right. True. Now there's a you know you got marijuana which is what I consider to be the the least offensive the Dane yeah. Cook of, of drugs <laughs> the Dane tr- the Dane Cook of illegal drugs <laughs> I would say it's more like the uh, you know like the Gomer pile it's it's just pretty it's pretty harmless um, except to little boys 
Um, you know, except to children. Ah! <laughs> wow. Nice. So yeah. it's cool for little girls, but not for little boys. Well, no, just children in general. I mm. think I think it's just it's, you don't want to let it around kids. Yeah, mm. it's the gomer okay. pile of drugs. It's safe it's, for everybody else but children. It's the okay. questionable gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I got you. Yeah. So, so it has but a it, mustache. It, <laughs> the molestache. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. And it does. Speaking of, yours is coming in lovely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It you. is mustache uh, March. And, yeah. Uh, I like and, to have fun with my facial hair. looking extremely creepy these days. Thank you. Uh, I try. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the van with the sign that says free candy that really makes it creepy. Yeah. But. Right. And, of course, the clown costume. <laughs> right. And, of course, the handful of free candy. <laughs> um, he prefers Ugh. Werther's Originals, um, yeah. which uh, I think he seems to have very good luck with. Um, if it ain't broke. Right. <laughs> Which brings us back to marijuana. (laughs) Speaking of weed. (laughs) Yeah, so back to marijuana. You know, it's the least harmful, I think, of all the, you know, illegal drugs out there. You know, the the class two or whatever the hell it is, narcotics. And, uh, you know, but it stays in your system the longest. Which is awful for somebody at their work. You know, you go to a party, something like that. You know, you hit a bowl once or twice, you know, no big deal. You know, it, it can stay in your system for... In my experience, you know, it's the habitual users where it's in your day, your system for 30 to 60 days. After that, you know, like, if your system's pretty clean and you're not a regular user, it's, you know, probably gone in about a week, two weeks. However, if you get a, you know, into an accident at your job, you get, you know, you get a urinalysis and you, you know, test positive for marijuana, there's no way to tell that you're not high right now. And that's, that's the dangerous thing. About the testing for marijuana and all that. Sure. Well, THC is a fat-soluble drug, too. So fat people, careful when you smoke weed. Yeah. Because it's going to stay in your system longer. It absolutely will. Absolutely will. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. I am ignorant and uninformed. Perfect. Absolutely. And that is why you are our favorite guest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will, Just this little tidbit, though. Uh, um, if uh, your urine is clear during your urinalysis and you catch it midstream, you do have a lot better chance of Passing your analysis. Why are you whispering? <laughs> I'm just telling you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, what do you think about what do you think about the the daily drugs that people have to take? The Paxils, the the Prozacs, the the mind altering, mood altering chemicals well, that, think- that take weeks to build up into your system, and when you stop them. You freak the fuck out. In my experience, people freak the fuck out when they stop taking this medicine. Well, that's where you need trained professionals because those drugs can seriously alter people's lives for the better. Like, they can absolutely save someone's quality of life. That said, they're not the end-all, be-all answer. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're depressed because your life sucks, you know, a pill's not going to necessarily make your life better. No, value might make you feel better, but it's not it really, does. you know, it's curing symptoms, not affecting causes. Sure, it does. <laughs> it sure does. Man, that was real nice. Oh, I was. That's good. <laughs> no, I absolutely what? think. But again, you know, you got to be careful with. Uh, you no, could, you I just looked over and the clock said 420. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 14. Yeah, 1420. But all I saw was the 420. Okay. Right. <laughs> thought it was fitting. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a need, I think, for people who understand the, the impact that, that a lot of these drugs can have. Especially the major, like, you know, fabricated, major pharmaceutical, kind of the unnatural chemicals and drugs that we put into our bodies that are processed at a chemical plant, you know. Right. Because those can severely alter the way your body works. And if you don't... And, if, and a lot of times, you know... 
they ride that fine line between, you know, you have to be on the right amount to get the good effects, and then otherwise you get the bad effects. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you Alcohol, caffeine, you know, if you take... Even caffeine, one of the seemingly most, uh, you know, benign drugs we have out there that's readily available in just about everything we have. Coffee, sodas, you know... Everything. Everything, everything. yeah. Uh... You know, if you take too much caffeine, your heart will explode. And that is a fact. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it happen. We've seen it with uh, a, a friend of ours who will remain nameless, but uh, had a shit ton of caffeine and B12 and all those energy drinks and all that stuff. <laughs> and he stood up and passed the fuck out because he had a sudden drop oh, in blood that's pressure. Right. Yeah, that's it wasn't Because uh, his heart was going too fast and his blood pressure dropped. He didn't... Uh, it wasn't a four-hour energy or a six-hour energy, but it was something around somewhere there. In yeah, between somewhere there. in between yeah. there. Somewhere in between there, I believe. But yeah, it... Uh, Email complaints and comments to, to ignorant, ignorant and uninformed at gmail.com. Yes. At gmail. Yes. <laughs> Talking to you... <laughs> Nameless hours of energy. <laughs> Nameless hours of energy. <laughs> That's unknown great. quantity of hours. That's of great. Unless somebody comes up with five minute hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they have seven hour energy now? Wow. Fuck. I know. They're screwed. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of people I know that just absolutely swear by pharmaceuticals. I mean, just swear by them. You know, and what. What I'm concerned about mm-hmm. is I've, I've, you know, I've, I've taken, I have taken medications before. Uh, none of the real, you know, mood altering chemicals such as, you know, Prozac, or Paxil, like and that. stuff like that. Um, however, I've, I've dated girls and I'm, I've known people that have taken those, and I've yet to meet anybody who's read that huge, huge effect sheet. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. Yeah. it comes, you know, it's, it's a folded. Up. Yeah, it's a huge pamphlet, tiny little writing, that tells you everything that can happen. Um, based on this, and you know, you watch the, you know, you watch the commercials on TV, you know, where like you get herpes, like all of a sudden your life changes for the better, like you can go horseback riding, running on the beach, bicycling with your, you know, your significant other that doesn't have herpes, yeah. you know. But what does that medicine do to you? Is that medicine actually worse? Is are the side effects of that medicine actually worse than the herpes? Listen, man, ain't nothing worse than herpes. <laughs> I don't know. Full blown AIDS is up there. Full blown AIDS, I guess so. And that's the worst part about having herpes and full-blown AIDS is that you can't even take the good herpes medicine. Yeah. You have to step down. You have to take it down a notch. Yeah? You can't take the good herpes medicine if you have AIDS? Well, uh, Why do you know this? Because uh, on the cartoon, I mean, the cartoon, the, the commercials, it says, you know, if you, you have advanced if yeah, HIV positive. Yeah, if you have advanced HIV. Um, which I don't know, you, you know, how advanced. I don't know. I mean, it's better than beginners. I'm guessing it's, it's probably a lot more fun. Out of, know, the, like out the, of the shallow, the 400s level of HIV. Yeah, like, well, we've already passed one at once. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's a, you know, it's given an arbitrary number. AIDS 407. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of AIDS, you know, there, there's a good reason to take medicine. Yeah. Um, you know, if you do have, AIDS. you know, if you are, you know, full blown AIDS and that's just a, crazy cocktail of drugs that those people have to take right. just to keep just to keep that virus under control and they take it their whole lives you know well i think what's crazy is like chris rock had a stand-up back in the day where he was talking about how oh the uh, other black guy i got you <laughs> yeah, yeah not denzel the other one. Uh, god i do sound racist today. um anyway uh he's talking in his stand-up about how 
you know, we don't make medicines that actually cure people anymore. We just make medicines that let people live with their conditions. Because that's where the money's at. Very, very true. And it, it, it does take away the population control. Whereas, uh, you know, 500 years ago, a lot of these people would have died. You know, now we're just keeping people alive. Mm-hmm. You know, but that could be said of, of medicine of in us. general. Yeah, I mean, if my if I lived 500 years ago and my vision was I, I have contact lenses and glasses and my vision was as bad <laughs> as that 500 years ago before there was corrective vision, I would yeah. I, I would have died a long time ago because I couldn't yeah. see something coming. Man, I caught hand. dysentery when I was like 21. That would have killed me if I was on the Oregon Trail. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. a couple antibiotics. Well, that's why it's called natural selection and not medicinal selection, and that's what we have now. I think is medicinal selection. Right? Mm-hmm. So are, we, are we making the? Is that like medicinal race? marijuana? Um, it's nowhere near that. Huh. Right. But is the hum- so? Are we collectively as a race becoming like weaker and more susceptible to? What things? do you mean, like white people? <laughs> why is it always <laughs> got to be about color with you? He's talking about races. No, I'm no, sorry. As, sorry, as the the human race. Oh, thank clarify. you. Yeah, thank you. The human. Are we as humans? Because of the, the advances in the medical field, so we're able to keep people alive and, and keep them, you know, even with genetic deficiencies, so anything from vision to susceptibility to, you know, catching dysentery or polio or something like that. Polio. <laughs> I'm just bringing up names of medicines. Presidents? Just still talking polio. about presidents, man. Right. <laughs> All I'm saying is, so, like, are we just as the genetic pool of the human race, I think, is overall weaker now. But I, I would agree. We have with that. the medicine to. I agree with that we right? appear stronger. We appear stronger because oh, we can live through this. We can live through that. But I think what happens is, you know, like I have friends that they uh, they go to the doctor for everything. The sniffles, you know, they cough one time where they case you know, of the crud. Yeah, you know, they, they just cough one time. It's like oh my god, I have you know, fucking full blown AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> full blown AIDS or Lou Gehrig's disease or whatever the fuck you know, and they go to the doctor. And uh, they're like, oh, I got the sniffle, so he puts them on antibiotics, you know. And those people I know are sicker when they get when they get the flu or a cold or anything. Like my colds go away in like two days, you know, two three days tops is all I have to deal with a cold. And I feel it's because my body has the antibody, the natural antibodies in it to actually fight it off. These people I feel are, you know, their 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 immune system their is immune so system. weakened because the body, you know, it's just like any, just like with any other drug. You know, uh, you do heroin for a while, and pretty soon the body needs heroin to feel good. You know, and I believe it's the same thing for fighting off diseases pretty soon. That the body needs heroin to fight off diseases? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that is an argument against prescription drugs then. That, yeah, absolutely. Know, they don't push the antibi- right. antibiotics and stuff. And it's but an I, argument I for treating AIDS with heroin. <laughs> yes, it is. I know it's radical. I know it's out there, but it just might yeah. work. No, it's actually kind of ironic because... That's probably how they got it. <laughs> probably oh, wow. the needles, wow. yeah. needles, and sucking cock. Yeah, it reminds me of a wow. of a <laughs> it reminds <laughs> me of a great Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminds me. It reminds me of a. I can't even remember who it was, man. A comedian said one time. He said, "You know, the worst thing about getting AIDS is no one will ever believe that you're not gay." <laughs> like, yeah, I got it from having sex with women. And they're like, right, right. <laughs> so, Valium. Um, is uh, awesome I gotta say uh, so I've done a fair amount of international traveling and uh, I don't really like taking pills but uh, crooked pharmacies in third world countries definitely have an advantage when it comes to international flights I tell you what like two Valium and a little shooter of scotch and I'll be damned if you don't wake up wherever you're going ten hours later feeling right as rain 
Nice. So, you know, I uh, we, I don't know. That's handy. Now, you bring up an interesting point. You said crooked pharmacies. Now, is By Valium something that... Right. Now, is Valium something... I think, you know, everything's about moderation. They'll sell alcohol by the cases, you know, by the truckloads the in a liquor store. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, even buy a big barrel if you want. Um, now, people are irresponsible with alcohol, overdo it, and this and that. Um, but there's a lot of people that drink responsibly. Do you believe that Valium, Xanax, should be available over the counter here as it is in Mexico and other no, gorgeous people? Not over the counter. No, because we're ir- irresponsible. You think... Just, just we, the general well, people, population. You talking about large. Americans, or are you talking about the human race in general? Uh, I, I'm going to say Americans. We are irresponsible, largely. Now, is that is that? Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, I mean, you take a look, and and you look at countries like France and England, and a lot of the major European powers. They, you take a look that like they let children drink in the presence of adults. And the legal drinking age is like 14 or 18 or something like that. It's probably, I think it's 16 in England or something like that. But those countries have far lower rates of alcoholism than America. And fatalities. And yeah, fatalities they have far relates less to drinking well, they're, problems. They're, and I think it's because culturally be they, drink, they drink more responsibly just in the culture. Right. Exactly. But like, by putting this huge taboo on it and making it, like, shrouding it in this, you know, mystique... Uh, you know, we've automatically acquainted it with like that dark, forbidden side of things. So then, as soon as people get there, they just want to indulge, indulge, indulge. Well, America is big on forced morality and um, you know stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. they're really big on that. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think it's also just the the kind of American propensity towards excess. You know, it's just like. Would you say propensity? I, want to write that down. I think that's a word. That's not, that's not a word. That's not ignorant or uninformed. That's heady and smart. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, guys. Uh, Neither of which describe Ben. It's really it's, a, it's an amazing game. Every once in a while, I remember this thing. But I think you know, as Americans, we we live in a culture that is that is it is it's excess in everything. Excess in work. You, you know, you work until you can't work anymore. Then when you're done, you play till you can't play anymore. You drink till you can't drink anymore. You sleep until you can't sleep. <laughs> until you can't sleep anymore. If there's time. Sleep is kind of the first thing to go. In our <laughs> no, culture, exactly. Unfortunately. But I think that that it's, I, I think that, you know, kind of the, the taboo that we put on it of alcohol is what makes the, is, is the appeal. Is, is the appeal, but I also think that it's that Americans don't know when to say enough is enough. Right. In general, on many things, including prescription drugs, right. including marijuana, you know, including caffeine, including coffee and alcohol is what we're talking about right now. So but is it a problem with drugs or is it a problem with people? You know, like, is, are drugs the say, problem or are people the problem? I would say people, people are, are the problem because people are the ones that have created the need for these, for a lot of these drugs, um, well, you know, some, but like, not all of them were created. The like you know, on an individual level, uh, we well, see all the natural stuff like aspirin. I'm for it works. You know, it does work. It's it's a natural. You know, you get it out of a tree natural bark. blood thinner. Yeah, you know, aloe vera works. You know, um, what bugs off of you, man? You got to slather your body with what is it, DDT or yeah, shit like which that. Can cause some damage to your to your lungs, right? And the thing is, is like the way we do things in America is we throw it out there 
And we basically beta test everything depending on how many people die or get sick from it within 50 years. Um, mm-hmm. Lead-based paint is a great example. You know, they, that, that, that was fine. Yeah, asbestos yeah. Was, was a great idea at the time. Well, what about energy drinks and Red Bull now? Like, we could find oh out God. 40 years now. Like, and, I would, never and I would yeah. not be surprised if we do. I, I, I would say that renal, renal failure is going to be a big issue later on with the people that drink <laughs> a lot of this crap. Um, basing I'm, that I'm on in absolutely. That I will, I will have are you problem. an energy drinker? I, I love caffeine and energy <laughs> I drinks. I love drinking energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I love sucker. caffeine. I I absolutely like I literally have a caffeine system that occasionally has blood in it. So <laughs> now how do you feel without coffee? Are you an asshole? Uh I I'm not are you one of those people, don't talk to me, I haven't had my coffee yet? Like that gay-ass fucking McDonald's commercial? <laughs> I hate not, people like that. Not quite like that, but I I definitely feel I hate you, ben. my brain. <laughs> like, I feel like I can't function as as well as I can if I have a lot of caffeine. Like, okay. I, I feel normal when I'm on caffeine, and I don't, which is strange, but it's it's because I'm... Addicted to caffeine. I'm addicted to caffeine, and by the time I drink enough of it... It's big of you to admit it here. It is. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Absolutely. Right, and admitting it in public, you know... Yeah. In the 545 studios, man, it's a big step for you, man. And I think think here, you know, we've touched on a lot... I'm going to go back, but we touched on this a lot, and we were talking about, you know, individuals versus is it a people problem or a drug or the problem with the drugs, and I think individually we can consider a person might be responsible, you know, with... We'd like to think, but the general populace, when you take them, when you take all the people in America... Yeah, we're not looking you know, at outliers. We're looking at averages. Yeah, and the, you know... The people, bell curve. A person is smart. This is one of my... I love this. It was from Men in Black, of all movies. But uh, Tommy Lee Jones goes, a person is smart. People are dumb, flighty, panicky animals. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, it's true. It's very true. Now, I speaking mean, of which, they're actually making a third Men in Black. They are. I don't know if you Josh Brolin. I'm excited. Yeah. Is, is uh, so still going to be Will Smith? Or? Yeah, yeah. Will Smith and Tommy Lee, Lee Jones, Jones, but the whole premise is that something happened. So, so is that going to be Denzel or Chris Rock? Yes. <laughs> You're right. There's a third. There is another. Yeah. Oh, yes. Another. Oh, man, parents do not understand. That's, that's, that's all I know. Yeah. Now, uh, with that being said, what we basically came up with you know, to wrap this up, man, is that it's people. People are the problem. Yeah, whether it's a prescription drug, illegal Legal drug, drugs. or just a readily available drug. I think that we're going to find that being a common uh, theme on our wrap-ups. Yeah. Uh, just just saying. Yeah. So no, I agree. Problems, that, yeah, people, people, right? people are a big problem. All right. Um, well, Ben, thanks again for joining us in the 545 studios. Uh, great to have you here, as always. It's lovely to be here. Uh, I would like to leave everybody with this. Since we've been talking about drugs, I would like to leave you with a quote from the Dalai Lama. Be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. Thanks, always. and have a great day, everybody.